Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, episode 227 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about I Told You So, Willy Wonka. Now, here's the thing. Before I jump into that, I'm going to give you guys a quick update. It might be a little loud here. You might hear someone come on in the background and going, talking in the the ever so popular, uh, what's the guy from Charlie Brown? The guy, the guy who makes that sound? I forget his name. Anyways, no one can understand him except for Charlie Brown, right? Uh, all the adults just hear... Wah, 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 and that's what happens when you're in an airport lobby and uh, the lady comes on there and there's 5,000 other people talking and you can't understand what she's saying. I'm, I sure hope it wasn't put on your seatbelt in case this bad boy crashes, because if not, we're in a lot of trouble. And speaking in being a lot of trouble, I will give you guys one travel tip advice and we're going to get right back to Willy Wonka Pinball, okay? When getting onto an airplane, it's a particularly good idea to not bring with you bullets. This is this is something you don't want to do, apparently. Um, I'm learning this lesson. I, I'm not quite 40, so I'm learning this lesson a little bit late in life. But uh, my good buddy Eric, and I won't give away his last name because sometimes he, he prefers his anonymity. Well, uh, he got to come live stream at Sean Russell's house uh, when we did Rob Zombie. And... Um, that game is hard to live stream, not only because of the language, but because of how dark it was, but also because when Eric was there that night, he's like, I don't want anyone to know who I am. So he was pulling his bluff up over his face, his, uh, I don't know, whatever you call those little things. So you just, you know, you could see his eyes and that was about it. Anyways, he was kind enough to give me this really neat going away present and he did it in a really interesting ceremony saying like, not ceremony, but saying like, okay, every time a good buddy of mine is leaving, I get them the same thing. And... I guess it's like, it looked to me like a, a used uh, a rifle shell or something like that, or I don't know, long pointy arrow bullet. Anyways, he's like, yeah, it's one of these. You can use this as a keychain. I was gonna use it for a coin door for maybe Flash Gordon or something like that. Um, anyways, so I was very excited to get this. I thought, well, you know, there's nothing left in the shell. You can't possibly shoot this. And it's not like I'm bringing a gun with me. So I should probably maybe talk quieter, quieter here. So she's just got trouble with security. Anyways, I was going through security and, uh, like, excuse me, sir, is this your bag? I'm like, yes. And you don't ever want them to say, is this your bag? Because then, you know, it's, it's not going to go good from there. Uh, moments later, uh, I had been brought, I saw people radioing and such. And then I was brought into a little side room and, uh, they're like, sir, you own all the contents in this bag. And I'm like, uh, yes. I mean, I did sleep with my good buddy Eric Norwoods last night. Uh, shout out, biggie buddy. Thanks for that couch. I surfed her very well. One of the most comfiest couches I've ever surfed. And thanks to Kyle, who, who also lives there, and I believe is the owner of the house, who uh, kindly hooked me up with a couch. I really appreciate that. I've been co-surfing about five days, waiting to get on a flight to get back to Halifax. Um, anyways... I totally forgot that Eric had given me this, and he said, yeah, you can use it as a belt buckle, or you can turn it into a keychain. I said, no, no, I'm making it for one of my coin doors. Like, I'm going to make it into a little keychain for the coin door on uh, one of my five pins, four of which I've never played or haven't played since I bought them, and I'm very excited to go set up soon. So, anyways, the girl somehow knew exactly where it was. She opened the, the right zipper of, like, the ten zippers on my backpack and was like, is this yours? I was like, yes. She's like, uh-huh. I was like, uh, yeah, so uh, I got that as a gift, a going away gift. I'm moving across the country. And she's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, no, I wasn't like, I just, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's just like empty. I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, it's, there's nothing in there. And she's like, pretty sure. I'm like, well, I didn't make it. I don't know anything about 
guns and bullets and all those such things. I, I see people traveling all the time who have like, I don't know, a gun, is that called gun shell, bullet, bullet earrings or bullet like jewelry, necklaces, like belt buckles. I just assumed if it's an empty shell, it was, wouldn't be a big deal. However, if you can't tell them whether or not the shell's empty, they're not very happy about that. And I just wanted to say, like, but I'm not bringing a gun, which would cause the differential of it to be able to be moved. But here's the good news. Um, they took it away. I'm sorry, Eric. I lost my present. But I got through security. I am here now. Um, I've got my... Oh, yeah, I checked my boarding pass. I haven't lost that yet, thank God. And uh, I'm going to be getting on a flight to go see my family. Not sure if I'm homesick now or homesick later because London's been my home since I was born. London, Ontario. And uh, I'm going back to the East Coast, of course. So I feel like I'm homesick. But how could I be homesick while I'm still in London? Anyways, guess I'm missing all of my belongings, but mostly my family. Of course, I will miss all my friends here, all my pinballers, all my pinball nerd friends. But mostly, I will just miss... Most, like the thing I will miss the most is just on any given day having a wide range of friends and pinball friends to call, hang out with, chirp to, tell them how no one's listening to my last five podcasts because they're all about traveling and no one cares about that. I do apologize for the, my typically low standard has gone even lower uh, since I've been traveling just because I don't have notes and uh, there's quite often people talking in the background like right now. Um, but I promise you, I promise you by tomorrow at the very latest, I will be back to my regular, very mediocre uh, podcast where I, I actually have written out show notes and done hopefully a proper top five list for you. Um, but for today, I just have something to say. And that's something to say is, I freaking told you so. When it comes to Willy Wonka pinball, I've said, I think now three times on the podcast, at least twice, my hardcore listeners, you'll know, I've said several times that... The game looked like it like it shoots incredibly. No one's saying, oh, it's a bad shooter. No one. Not even, well, there's probably that one hater on pin side that is just angry about life because he's not happy where he ended up and his, his, the best part of his life was high school when he was on the football team or something. I don't know. Anyways, there's probably that one dude. But like 99% of people and all the people I actually care and trust about and all my pinball nerd podcasting buddies have all been saying, and everyone really who streamed it, wow, it shoots like freaking organic free range butter okay like this this is the best butter on the planet you've got no preservatives no chemicals no hydrogenated anything um these cows they, they actually at nighttime they just sleep in hammocks to be fun so they don't ever go inside that's they're completely free range and that's how good these shots are that's how good this butter is okay that's how creamy it is that's how good these shots are what is not good is the sound in fact it's not only not good I honestly don't even want to watch streams where they're playing any sound because it bothers my ears. I don't like the sound of, of and maybe maybe it's maybe I'm not the person they're trying to draw in. I think slot machines are the dumbest thing you could gamble on. I'd rather put a hundred dollars on the line and and guess with someone which way a car's gonna go. Because then I have a fifty percent chance, whereas I think casinos eat up what ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the money they get. You know, so it's like, you know, you're not going to come out ahead. You, you can't. You can. You can be the one in a million, but then are you going to be the one in a billion that now leaves with all those profits and doesn't waste it there? Probably not. So anything that reminds me of slot machines or casinos or anything like that, not enjoyable, not fun for me. I don't like it. I don't have fun with it. And more importantly, every time I hear the sounds I hate, I realize, wait, not a single one. If you were to take like 
all 100 sounds that are in that machine, 90 of them are annoying slot orientated. Now I know why they're doing this. They're doing this because they want this to be an on-location game and draws people attention over. It, it, it would draw me over to reach over and turn it off. I, I would actually take the chance of being kicked out of the pinball bar just to go over and turn it off to not hear that sound. Because they're not going to leave the coin, uh, they're not going to leave the, the key in the coin door. So you're not going to be owning to adjust the volume. And I recommend if you're someone who has this in a bar, turn that volume off, please. And it's, it's interesting because all you want to hear is the incredible music. Other than that, the, the So Sad Charlie or whatever, that first song. But you want to hear all the other songs in it. That's, you know, when we talk about, you can talk about a world under glass all you want. It, it, it looks neat. There is the world under glass. Maybe not the best integration, but what it's missing is that love. And that love of being able to play the game and shoot the game and hear all the mode starts. And, and when I start a mode, at the same time, I want to know that I'm starting a new part of the factory. I mean, factory tours is what it's all about, right? And that's not just with, with pinball and pinball manufacturing, but that's actually with, with anything, really. When, whether, uh, you know, I used to work at Ford back in the day in college, um, and we did tours there left, right, and center, and that was, you know, awesome. Uh, even before that, I worked for Nestle. That's right, I was the drumstick. I was the guy who brought all the the chocolate out for the drumstick. So if you've ever had a uh, caramel chocolate or a vanilla drumstick um, between the times of uh, uh, the years of probably, what, 97 and like 2001, I was your guy. I probably dipped my finger in there and had a little taste of that chocolate to make sure it wasn't going bad before I put it on there. So as a guy who's worked in a chocolate factory, I'm telling you straight up, the chocolate factory tour at Nestle is more relatable to touring something chocolate than playing the new Willy Wonka game is. It's, 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 that's the problem. And I love the shots. I do like the gobstopper spinning around, even though some people don't love it. Of course, I had mentioned uh, in an earlier podcast, not only how much I dislike the music, but in a podcast even before the game was revealed, I mentioned that they've got to have a big Violet Beauregard, um, like a, a, what do you call it, like a, a bash toy in the middle and it'd be so cool if she somehow blew up and if, if I thought if one of the companies could pull it off it would be JJP but they didn't pull it off because and I will never ever ever buy this machine because of that you know what my very first machine ever Meteor it it had a sound and I was good enough at Meteor like once you got over a, a certain number of times or a certain number of points of keeping the ball going for so long and getting up to a certain multiplier it would start to do this but then she keep going higher and higher and higher going to try not to wake up the dude uh, sleeping about four feet beside me here so I won't go to the top range you can you can YouTube it for yourself or if you've ever played Meteor and you're good you'll know it's so high pitched near the end uh, usually have a trickle down of blood coming from your ear and uh, I can tell you this Willy Wonka sounds worse than that okay I would actually pay operators to get rid of that machine if they had it anywhere near me so I don't know what they were thinking I don't know what this well I know what the sound people were thinking the sound people were thinking well I've only ever coded a slot machine so now I'll try to make a slot machine that sort of is kind of pinball-esque, and it just doesn't work. And that is going to be the failure for it. And I know on the, the most recent flipping Out stream um, with uh, Ken and Bill from Special One Lit, um, was it Joe Katz, I believe, had, had said, no, the sound's done. That's where it's at. Enjoy it. Deal with it. Love it or hate it. See you later. Bye. And it's like, okay, but to randomly have a couple of the call-outs from the people happening when a random callout happens and it has nothing to do with the mode you're in, how not exciting is that? Like, it's just, it's it's supposed to pull you in, not push you away. And this machine is the first pinball machine to push people away. So, 
anyways, I hope someone from Jersey Jack hears this, and 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 a lot of the other podcasts are saying the same thing. So I, I don't want to try to pretend I'm the first person to say this. I do strongly believe that I was the uh, I was the very first uh, person to actually say this on a podcast. Believe it or not. So um, you guys can go back and listen to that if you want. But basically, what I told them is that um, basically it's very important that uh, we make sure. Sorry, I just had to move there for a second. Um, something very important that we make sure that gets done before... I don't know, I guess on location, if the volume is turned right down low. Like, I still play Aerosmith sometimes, and that music's nearly as bad as Willy Wonka. Um, but they, they did that on purpose. I have no clue who on purpose would want to make a game sound so boring and not fun or enjoyable. So, I'm going to get the heck off here, guys. i got to go call back the fam and let them know my flight was delayed. So I might even have another podcast for you now that I'm stuck here the next two and a half hours. Um, But until next time, guys, eat, sleep, breathe, Willy Wonka pinball. Just don't listen to it.